Hello everyone and welcome to Cooking with Positivity. I am your host, Zakia McCoy. Here at Cooking with Positivity, we like to focus on positivity leading to success, whether that be in your business, in your love life, or in your everyday decision making. Going to kick us off with our positivity poem for the month. Love is the greatest positivity you can put into the world. Blend it up, drink it, and embody what love is. Love thyself, give yourself all the attention in the world, and love thy family with the overpour of affection to love thy neighbor and bring positivity to the universe. It is Wednesday, so that means host chat Wednesday. It is the last Wednesday of the month, so we are going to do our groups host chat as well as our book discussion when we come back i will be joined by our cwp family members cwp alum cwp supporters kimberly biggs and lisa deshine hey cooking with positivity family be sure to tune in on thursday where we take it back we'll break down some of our favorite old school jams the artists who made them huge, and what they mean to us. With some fun along the ride. Be sure to join us right here on Cooking with Positivity. Are you an artist looking for some exposure? Or do you have a project you would like to promote? Maybe you would like to be interviewed. Send us an email at cookingwithpositivity at gmail.com so we can help you reach for the stars. Are you loving what you're hearing and want to hear more? Be sure to check out this amazing, inspiring, and up-and-coming artist and songwriter, Jay Queen. She can be found on Beat Chain, Facebook, and YouTube. Joined by our CWP family, Kimberly Biggs and Lisa Deshaun. How are you, ladies? Hello, ladies. Hello. Fantastic. All right. So we're just going to kick this thing off. We're going to start with talking about our question from last week. Now, our question, our Talk About a Tuesday question of last week was, should kids and dogs be put to work? Now, when I say put to work, I see a lot of parents taking their kids to being commercials and I see dogs being put in dog shows. Do you think that's okay? I'm going to start with you, Lisa. Do you think it's okay for kids and dogs to be put to work? Kids and dogs to be put to work. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, look. All right, so as far as the children goes, right, I can just, I can, I can, uh, you know, think about me growing up and me loving to sing, um, and loving to pretend to be different characters and stuff. And I remember 
my um my neighbors down the street, we would walk to school. To, we would walk to the uh, bus stop together uh, to get on the school bus, and I would go to their house, and um you know, in the morning. And then also I would go there sometimes and, and play. And so so uh, they were like, we would be playing different games. And they're like, are you really crying? Are you okay, Mesa? You know, <laughs> and it's gosh, you tricked us. We thought you were really crying, you know. Um, but I, I've just always been into, that's always been a, a, a passion of mine since I was a kid. I wanted to be in the entertainment industry. So I feel like if, if your kid shows interest in things of that nature, if they want to be, you know, if they want to, um, act or they want to model or whatever have you, and you see that in them, right. I don't see anything wrong with that. Okay. You know, I, I think that I think that um, it, it's fine with the right intention. You know, right. you don't want to pimp out your kid. You know, um, so I, I think it's okay if, if you have the right intentions. Mm-hmm. You know, um, now as far as your pets go, hey, they're your pets. You own them, and if you want to put them in a dog show and they show some type of talent uh, or, or whatever have you, I, I'm not against it. You know. All right, now, Kim, because you have fur babies. Look, you got your your, <laughs> your side. So we talked a little bit about this. You know, this is how it became our question of the week. But can you go into details what your feelings about this topic? Uh, not, I hear Lisa's point of view. Um. I feel like on the same page. Um, right. Okay. Um, we talked about we can put to work when we talked about Tyra Banks and Usher. As long as you have the correct management. Right. Um, mm-hmm. We have the Disney Channel and all the kids are children who are actors and actresses. And I believe mm-hmm. um, putting to work is um, you have the correct management and somebody mm-hmm. who or be there to support you and not take advantage of yes. <laughs> you mm-hmm. working. Um, and that also had led on to us talking about R. Kelly, why these parents that you choose to go with R. Kelly. And that's yes. how we got on Tyra Banks mother they do that, Usher mother they do that. But um, listen to Lisa, oh, maybe I'm, I'm changing. Just <laughs> to work, my pet, yeah, put my pet to work. I believe some, some pets that we have found out, um, are therapeutic pets now. They help that a lot of military men who suffer from the war, they, they, we, we do have dogs that work, um, for the blind, for the handicapped. Right, right. So now that this is a point, I have no problem if it's under the right guidelines. But you know, mm-hmm. you do have some parents who put their children into the engine. Entertainment business or dancing or singing because that was their dream. <laughs> right, right. I heard that. <laughs> right. Live so, vicariously um, for Yeah. Yeah. So it's right. So if it's their dream, then no, they're doing it for the wrong cause. But we got the Disney Channel. I watch the Disney Channel. I listen with my granddaughter. Right. So the right management, making sure that the child is not being financially abused, work, work, working more, or sexually abused in any kind of way, I have no problem with it. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to move on to 
to our next topic that we discussed a lot this month, and that was self-love. Mm-hmm. Now, Kim, you are a big advocate for this topic. You know, we talk about it all the time. As far as self-love being one of your main causes and main reasons for positivity. So can you touch on how you express self-love, how you, you know, deal with self-love in your everyday life? Self-love to me is you have to learn enough to love yourself. Um, you have to validate yourself. If you don't love yourself, then you can't expect nobody to give you that joyful love that you're looking for in your life. Exactly. Oh, mm-hmm. and that's how I feel. I tell you, to me, joy is deeper than happiness at the moment. Joy is a soul sucking in your soul. Self-love is that if you are in an abuse, abusive relationship and, or a toxic relationship, you have to love yourself enough to say, I love this person, but this is not for me. I deserve better. Right. Self-love, you might look in the mirror and be like, damn, I look good today. <laughs> I look good today. I, I, I'm slapping it back in shape. Self-love mm-hmm. is you okay if you are not in a relationship and you still living your best life. Absolutely. That's me all day. I look. I agree. <laughs> I love me some me. I tell everybody that. Absolutely. And absolutely. You might have your depressed days, your sad days, your of lonely course. days. And my mm-hmm. thing is, I could be in my house by myself, watching TV, and I am just okay. I, I'm good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's tough love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lisa, yeah. do you agree with what Kim said? Absolutely. And, you know, just to take it a step further, you know, um, you know, just being involved with, you know, um, a lot of sisters and things like that and and seeing how they vibe and seeing how they move, you know, a a lot of sisters, you know, they think that their life is incomplete because they don't have a a companion or a significant other. Right. Look, I can, you, you, look, you need to get into a space where, you know, you love yourself. Like Kim, Kim said, you're living your best life right. by yourself. You know, and when that, when that companion or submissive other does show up, it even enhances, you know, uh, uh, your life, you know. Right. Cause that's what it's supposed to, to do. <laughs> you're already set. You know, you're already feeling great and things of that nature. But when they come along, I mean, it's even, it's even greater. You yes. know what I mean? Um, we have to learn how to love themselves. There's so many uh, sad uh, 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 women, you know, around the time when, when Valentine's Day comes along, you know, they're sad because they don't have a companion. Girl, bye. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> we, need, we, need to, we need to learn how to um, pamper ourselves. We need to learn how to uh, talk to ourselves. Uh, with the appropriate vernacular. Right. You know, um, look in the mirror and tell yourself how beautiful that you are. Right. You know, how, you know, look in the mirror and say, you know what? I am the bomb. You know, I do have pretty eyes. Uh, you know, so when, when somebody comes along and say those things, hey, look, you are, you, I know, thank you. But, hey, <laughs> hello, 
Say thank you. Don't be rude now. Say thank you. Because they already think that black women have attitudes and we stuck up and this and that and the other and whatnot and so forth. You know, so say thank you, but please all already have that in your mind that you already know this thing. You understand what I'm saying? Love thyself. Okay? Love move move in a fashion to where, hey, you don't need a you don't need a companion. You know, we want we want a companion. I'm pretty sure that uh, uh, it's a large percentage of women that want a companion, that want to be in a loving and, uh, and a beautiful, rich relationship. Right. You know, but also be happy with thyself. See, yes. You know, I think that that's so important. And being that we're talking about being happy with yourself and being happy and knowing when you're ready to be in a relationship, we're going to talk about another topic that we discussed here on Cooking with Positivity, and that's building relationships. This Mm -hmm. topic hit home for me because, Mm -hmm. like I said, I'm not close in age with my siblings. Right? I'm the oldest. I'm the oldest. the oldest. Yeah. So everybody else falls under me, and we're all like Mm -hmm. six years apart. Mm-hmm. Give or take. I'm six years from my my brother right under me. And then after that, everybody is like three to five years apart. You know, mm-hmm. it's seven of us. So it's a lot. <laughs> but our relationships have been strained, you know, as they've gotten older. Mm. Because for one, it's the age gap. For two, I'm closest to my mom. And they're closest to each other. You know, they all have those shared experiences because they either grew up in a room together. Mm-hmm. They they spent, you know, time together. They have, you know, shared interests. Whereas mm-hmm. I'm older, they call me the old lady, which I dispute every day. I don't appreciate that. But we, that's another time. <laughs> but building relationships is major in you know, moving forward in this in this year, last year, prior to, and I am building a better relationship with my sister, who is the oldest of the girls after me. Mm-hmm. And we bump heads. We bump heads a lot. And Kim, I know you have, you know, this the sister relationship where you bump heads. And I and I try to explain to people that it's okay to not agree <laughs> or not be right all the time and whatever the relationship is, mm-hmm. as long as you have that open door for conversation and communication. And it doesn't have to be with a man or a girl. It could be with your family. It could be with your friends. Mm-hmm. Right. Building relationships, okay. period. Right. Okay. Well, actually, go that. Um, as you said, you're the oldest, right? Um, I have two, I have two sons, and sometimes you know they're five years apart, and sometimes I do wish that um I did have them closer together, right? Because they are they're not close, even though they are boys. One just turned thirty, one can only turn twenty-five, and by and I. By the time one was 10, one was 15, they had nothing in common. It was nothing in common. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So now at 25 and almost 30, 
this time to try to bond. So yes, I wish that sometimes I wish I had them closer in age when they could grow up together. But right. they are on two completely different levels. Um, sister, I, I have one sister, and um, her and our relationship is not the best. I try mm-hmm. three times, and I'm at the point it's no more trying for me. I have got to the point of learning that she's my sister. I try. I try to feel a bond, but you know what? I'm not going to use no any more sink over it. I'm not going to worry about it anymore. Right. And because I learned that regardless if it's a sister, a friend, a cousin, a best friend, you're stressing yourself out, losing sleep, and that person has to lose no sleep and worry about what you're doing, and they keep it moving. Right. So I'm not, I'm not doing that anymore. But I do wish that my boys would have a better relationship. They're close, mm-hmm. but not like they would go out and hang out together. You know, they won't do that. Which they said they're going to try to work on that. So that's all I can wish for. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, Lisa, you have girls. And yeah. You've seen this play out. <laughs> Because oh, yeah. I'm in the I'm in the 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 position of your oldest. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, I had I had three girls and two boys. You know, right. And so, um, you know, of course, my oldest, you know, and my baby boy, um, they were like um, six years apart. Uh-huh. And then I had um, my uh, oldest daughter. Now, they were, my oldest daughter and my baby boy, they're 11, 11 months apart. So they were really, really close. And then uh, the two the two baby girls, um, they're pretty tight. You right. know, they have a pretty tight relationship. You know, so it's just different, you know. Uh, it, it appears that, you know, the age difference makes a difference. It definitely does. I I, I definitely feel that. <laughs> mhm. You know because um you know they do have more in common and they do have a lot more to talk about and they're pretty much experiencing. If one is experiencing something, you better believe the next the the, the one you know youngest to that one they're going to experience that thing too. So you know they have a lot of conversations and things like that. You know so I think it does make a difference. I um. Wish that the girls um, loved on their brother more, their oldest brother more. You know, because life is too short. It definitely you know, is. Yes. Um, my baby boy, he um, got murdered. Uh, he was 25 years old. You know, um, gone gone way way too soon. You know, and like I said, life is too short. Um, look, we family. That's all we got at the end of the day. You know, so uh, I think that we need to do, do better and, and, and work on those things uh, a little harder. Right. You know? um, and, and sometimes, look, there is a closed door. There is a dead end. I mean, some um, siblings, they just don't they just don't get along. They just don't have a relationship for whatever reason. Right. Like but like I, Tim I, was saying, you know, she yeah. can't lose sleep over it anymore. Yeah. And I get it. 
because I've gotten to those points in, in any relationship, whether it be my aunt, right. whether it be, it's sometimes you have to know when mm-hmm. you're building a relationship mm-hmm. or you're causing more damage to the relationship. Mm-hmm. And when yeah. I say causing more damage, that means if you're hurting more trying to make this relationship work, mm-hmm. then you're actually gaining from it. Yeah. Then obviously it's time to you know step back and say, look, this mm-hmm. is what this is. I can't fight anymore. Yeah. And that takes a positive person. Look. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just like that. Um, people, you have to be who watch your life. Right. Family or friends. If we this cannot exist, right, if we are not existing each other, uh, if we are not positive, we coming together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sometimes that's where like, a person just needs to bend. I'm not asking you for anything, but I just yeah. need to bend. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like, when you go through something, you automatically go ask them for something. No, I'm not asking right. nothing from you. Just to hear me. Just like I'm going to be there for you. Call me two or three o'clock in the morning. I'm, I'm listening. I'm there. I'm a listening ear. And just because it's family, doesn't mean that you have that closeness because you are family. There are mm-hmm. outside members of girlfriends, whatever, that you might feel closer to than your own relatives. Mm-hmm. And talking people, you have to remove them out your life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 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 And that's, that's exactly what I was touching on. When we are building relationships, you have to know when a relationship is, is run its course. Or when you know, when you know, you say this, okay, this relationship is not going to work for either of us. Mm -hmm. I'm big on that. I've been big on that since I was younger. A lot of people say, oh, you throw people away. I don't throw people away. Mm -hmm. I'm just mature enough to assess the situation and understand that if we keep trying to make this thing work, it's going to damage us both in the long run. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's best for us to just step back and walk away. Maybe we can be friends or maybe we could be in a relationship, you know, down the line. But right now, neither of us are in the right space to build on this relationship. It's doing more damage than good. And I, I feel a lot of that. I'm talking about any relationship. I'm talking about any relationship because I've done that in my friendships, I've done that in relationships, I've done that with family members. So it's any any relationship in my mind, you have to approach it with that same that same attitude, that same mindset. Because if you don't understand that that goes back to self love. If you don't understand your triggers and what what is not gonna work for you then you don't find yourself in any type of situation where you're being taken advantage of or harmed and even more harm comes to you. So you have to know how to love yourself enough to have the tough conversations. And you have to know when you can build on a relationship or let it go. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that goes back to knowing your love language. Now we talked about this. This was one of the fill in the blanks uh, this month. Is knowing your love language, how you show love and how you express love, because everybody got a different love language. 
And one of my, one of the ways that I should love or express love is by being there for a person, whether it be, like you said, Kim, venting, if somebody need to call me and vent, but you just got to let me know (laughs) what you need before we start the conversation. Because when my homegirls call me and, oh, this happened, what do you want me to do in this situation? Do you want me to respond or are you just venting? Mm-hmm. Because if you just venting, I don't need to say nothing. Look, you go ahead, get it off your chest. Right. You just need a you just need somebody to bounce the stuff off of. But if you want my opinion, you have to let me know. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. this is me knowing me and knowing my love language. So Kim, what is your love language? My love language is being there for a person. Or uh, listening. Listen. Okay. I don't. I don't give. I don't give my opinion of how you should do something in your life. Because, like I said to you before, you and I might be at point A together, but how I got to point A and how you got to point A was a different walk. How I'm gonna walk from point A and how you gonna walk away from point A is gonna be completely different. But you gotta walk your mm-hmm. walk that's right for you. So I told you before. I have a girl in the car, what would you do? Well, I can't tell you what to do. So you got to figure out how you going to do it, how you going to walk away with it, and how you going to live your best life when you walk away from it. I'm not one of those type of women, you know, that girl, it cannot be me. It depends on what we're talking about. If we talk about mm-hmm. relationships, I don't involve myself in nobody's relationship, husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, I don't. Because how I'm going to walk away, because people do that. People tell that, girl, if that was me, I would do it this way. Oh, I would not talk to him. I won't do this. If he did it, I won't. That's not me. I'm going to tell you that. I will listen to you, and I will tell you right down the pros and the cons, and what would you do, because we might be at point A together. But how I'm going to walk away from point A is not based on what you're going to tell me how I should walk away from point A, because this is my walk in my life. And then I don't mm-hmm. want nobody to throw up in my face when well, I was listening to you. And he said, oh, no, kids did not say that. You got you to gotta figure out what's your best for you in your life, which comes back to self-love. Self-love. Oh. That's what I'm doing my granddaughter now. I'm teaching my granddaughter, which we don't teach our young girls, self-love. Because I don't, a lot of women need that self-love they feel like, if they have that man in their life and they set it up, oh, girl, you look pretty, as the man says, oh, you got a fat ass, oh, you fat, and I want to go out with you. Is she looking for that? Is, is that her validation of a man telling her this, but he's mistreating her in every other form? Self-validation is I can validate myself. I can have my own self-love validation. Right. You have to tell me, um... I like you, I care about you, and I, whatever you want to tell me. Or I say, man, say, I love your dirty drawers. Well, I love my dirty drawers more. That means I love myself. So if you walk away from me, friendship, buzz, or whatever, I'm still going to be okay. I might miss my friendship, but if it's toxic, you got to go. Mm-hmm. All right. So your love language is being a listening ear. Listening mm-hmm. ear, being there for you, like we had this conversation. If you my girl and you like, hey, the only thing I need you to do is back up that you haul truck. I got the who you haul truck. We rolling out. That's all I need. Uh, you know what? I need that. That's that's me. 
I'm not asking you, are you sure you're doing the right thing? You talk to and I'm asking you, sure this is what you want? You thought about it? You did what you did, you did your homework. Did you, did you search your soul? If you search your soul and you're like, hey, I need you to back up that you all talk, I'm backing it up for you. Oh, no. well, Lisa, what is your love language? I would say that my love language is uh, acts of service. Okay. Um, you know, when you when you have a companion, you know, um, or a significant other, you know, or you you know you live with your guy or you're married or whatever have you, you know, I think that acts of service, you know, that they're very very. Um, very important um, right. and um, you know they're very very thoughtful you know as as, as small as it, it doesn't take much to make me happy right okay <laughs> uh, you know a brother should, it should be a privilege for a brother to be with me okay I'm alright I'm just saying you know because I you know it doesn't it doesn't take much for me I mean if you if you you know, take out the garbage or you put the load of laundry in, in you know, uh, in, in the machine and, you know, you fold the clothes. And those those little things, I mean, they mean a whole lot to me. I remember I had came home um, one day from work and uh, uh, Bay was off and he was folding the clothes. You know, he's folding the laundry. Uh, that that means a whole lot. That's taking a burden off of me. And, you know, right. um me myself, you know, I mean, we, we as women, we do it all, and all those things are love languages. When you fix a brother some breakfast, lunch, or dinner, right? Okay. Um, if you if you wash a brother's clothes, you know, uh, grocery shopping, those things are love. Those are, are are acts of services. You know, that is also a love language that people don't um, touch on, and they say, "Well, they supposed to do that anyway."
everybody's not receiving it the same way. True. Cause I, I was watching this lady's live and she was complaining about how her husband, he, he wants to be all kissy and all of that stuff where she really just wants him to take out the trash. Mm-hmm. So, so I, when I, when, uh, a few, a few people were responding, you know, to what she said, they were, they were talking love languages. Mm-hmm. And that got me thinking because that could have ruined their relationship. Just that simple, you know, the way he expresses love is by showing physical affection. But the way she receives the love is by doing acts of service, like you said. Mm-hmm. So their love languages are different. Right. But for both of them to understand it, it can make their relationship phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So I feel like everybody needs to address the love languages, know what your love language is. Absolutely. Because it'll make for better relationships. <laughs> I, I, I do believe that. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, another thing we talked about, well, I played this game with uh, Kim, and it's called Justified Fire. Mm. Now, a lot of people, I've, I've been seeing a whole bunch of posts uh, and, uh, you know, videos and things of people getting fired from their jobs. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that's been over the past few months. And I, mm-hmm. and I've never understood. I was like, why, why is this news? Like, what, what is going on? But there are stories behind a lot of these fires. And one of the stories that we talked about, was a young lady got fired from her job for giving a customer, you know, $20 on Christmas. She worked at the bank. She worked at the bank. Yeah, she worked at the bank. Now, we're going to elaborate. Okay, so she worked at the bank. She did not give him the bank's money. She actually worked at the call center for the bank because he went in, he tried to cash his check, and they kept, they kept telling him the check hadn't cleared. And he said he went into the gas station and he just sat there because he realized he didn't have enough money to pay for gas to get home. It was Christmas Eve. Oh, and so he called, he called the customer service, you know, hotline to ask them, is there anything that they can do? Mm-hmm. You know, and because he knew, he was like, they, they told him that the check... Could not, they couldn't force the check clear, but it just so happens that him and the representative that he was on the phone with were in the same city. She was literally minutes from the gas station he was sitting at. Mm. And she went to her supervisor. This is the part of the story that is still mind-boggling to me. But she went to her supervisor and explained the situation to the supervisor. And the supervisor, she asked the supervisor if she can go meet him and give him twenty dollars. The supervisor said yes. The supervisor understood what this young man was going through, and he told her to go ahead and go to the gas station. She got fired immediately. What? Her supervisor was suspended. But then he got fired after because I guess he stood up for her or whatever. But my thing was, was this a justified fire? 
And Kim, Kim, you said no. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, when we discussed this, you was on the side of no. So at least I would, I want to know what, what are your thoughts? What's going through your head right now? Because <laughs> we had a whole full oh, long discussion about this. I need, I need some more information, but, um, what, what I'm hearing, no, that's, I don't think that that's a basis to get fired, but you know, people, you know, they, what do they have that, um, uh, at will, right? you know, um, well, you can get fired at will. I don't know if it falls under the lines of that. I, I'm not sure, but I, I, it sounds real crazy to me. Well, see, I've, okay. So, just hearing the story, when I when I read the article, and I had to go back, and I was looking for more information because I was like, "What? How?" Because she got right. she got permission from her supervisor. Now, if if the supervisor was taken out of the equation, if she just logged off and went and gave this man twenty dollars, I would understand. Because not only did you leave your post, you left your post. It's called abandoning your post. I get it. Right. And but, she didn't do that. She no. Correct? <laughs> no, she did not. She asked the supervisor first. That's why I said okay. I would understand. Then she did not give him the bank's money. She right. did not give him any money affiliated with the bank. She it's gave him bank. her own money. Yeah. So it it begged the question, like, okay, why is this lady losing her job? That's crazy. That's 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 ludicrous. So what they cited in her termination paperwork was that she broke mm-hmm. policy when she contacted the customer outside of the workplace, and that's mm-hmm. in their policy. You cannot. Okay. And I I understand that. I worked at a call center you know, for a couple of years. So I get it. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, who did she harm? She didn't harm right. anyone. She didn't use his personal information, exactly. you know, to get in contact with him. It's not like she met him at his home. Exactly. She met him at a public place. She met him at a gas station. Exactly. So oh, yeah. I, 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 I... She had just got written off. Right. She went to another um, class going over policy and procedures for the work job, but she did it from the bottom of her heart. Right. So I just think that she should have taken that written up, 30 days written up, and let it go. Mm-hmm. But, right. Fire? That's crazy. Yes. And she, she was terminated immediately. They didn't even That's give crazy. her a second thought. Her supervisor was suspended you know, pending review, and then later got fired. But she was terminated immediately. And so that that was one of our top, you know, discussions this month because this lady was showing generosity. She was showing empathy. She understood his plight, and she did whatever she could to help. Yeah. And in turn, she lost her job for it, which is the worst outcome of this situation. But I'm quite sure she'll get a job somewhere else. And we're pulling yeah, from it. <laughs> it's going to be paying more money. Exactly. And, 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 it's it's, it's going to be even better. 
It's going to be even better. Yes, because her positive force is Well, another another uh, topic that we discussed on Cooking with Positivity was on during our Wealth Wednesdays, we talked about ways to build your wealth. We give you tips on how to enhance your wealth. Now, a lot of people contacted me, left messages, comments on the affiliate topic that we that we discussed. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing I told everybody was it's so easy to become an affiliate. Yes, it is. And I'm an affiliate myself, so if you have a website, you can become an affiliate. It's that simple. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Now, and also, that, you, know, you don't even have to have a website to be an affiliate. You can still get uh, paid just by, you know, just sending somebody a, a your your personal link, right? You know, um, to advertise that company's um, goods and services and get paid that way. You know, um, a lot of people think that um, you know it's a lot of work and a lot of energy. Uh, to become an affiliate, but actually it's a nice little passive income uh, that you can do very little work doing. Right? You can do it while you sleep. Look. Exactly. Exactly. You wake up in the morning, you have money in your bank account just for being an affiliate. You know. Now, Kim, do you agree that being an affiliate is very easy or would you need a little bit more information on how to become an affiliate and do it successfully. Uh, I would like some more information of how I could be an affiliate and become successful at it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, like like we just said, one of the ways you can be an affiliate is to have a website. If you have your own personal website for your business, for your modeling, whatever you do, you can get different affiliates. There are plenty of places, plenty of businesses that offer affiliate programs like Amazon. They're mm-hmm. big in the affiliate game because they have an affiliate program for everything, like every type of product you could think of. Mm-hmm. You can advertise and it can fit with any business. Also, like Lisa said, you can give someone your personal link. Yep. Okay. Yes, and that, that a lot of a lot of people were unaware, I guess, mm-hmm. as to the affiliate program. And one of our uh, sponsors, Lashfinder, they have an affiliate program. And one mm-hmm. of the listeners asked, you know, how do you find the affiliate programs on the websites, or if you want to know if a business has an affiliate program. Most of the time, if they have an affiliate program, it's going to be on their website. Lash Binders is right at the top in the right-hand corner. It says affiliate program. Amazon, you have to go to the affiliate website. Mm -hmm. But it's normally in a place where you go to contact us or um, programs or services or about us, you can always find out more information about that business and about 
them having an affiliate program. Also, if you want to know and you don't see it, if you're unable to find it, you can always search it in any search engine and figure out if they have an affiliate program or you can try to contact them directly. Mm-hmm. And, and for if they have, you know, a affiliate program. It's just right. that simple. You got, you got to ask questions, especially if you want to know something. <laughs> My mom told me that ever since I was little. You ask questions right. until you get to your answers. So just ask right. questions. Yes. And also, they have affiliate programs where you can post. That's how a lot of Instagram models are getting success. It's called sponsorships through affiliation. Mm. Yeah. Now, we have sponsors here on Cookable Positivity. But we are not affiliated with any one company or any one business. We help mm-hmm. businesses advertise. They pay us right. and we help them advertise their business on Cooking More Positivity. That's a sponsorship. But a sponsorship through affiliation is if you are in an affiliation program with one company and you're posting and you're you know, shouting them out, you're tagging them, you're, uh, you know, advertising for them. And every time someone clicks on something or puts in a certain code, you get paid. That's the difference between a sponsorship and an affiliation. And a sponsorship mm-hmm. through affiliation. Mm-hmm. So if anybody ever thought that we are in an affiliation with any company that we sponsor, no, we're not. We're not. And I don't even promote, you know, Amazon or Walmart. The only time I, you hear me talk about either one of them is because I'm talking about my books or something because I'm promoting myself. But it's very easy to become an affiliate. You just have to find out what program works best for you and what you're trying to do. And find out if they have a program. And like I said, go to their website. Or like Lisa said, you can get a link from someone who is already an affiliate. Mm-hmm. And go from there. Mm-hmm. So Kim, did that, did that, when we come back, we're going to uh, do our CWP book club. Are you looking to take an adventure without leaving your home? Do you need to get out of the doghouse or spruce up your website? It may be time for you to check out Zakia McCoy, the author, with tons of books on Amazon from fiction to cookbooks, also providing editing services, special occasion poems, content writing, for personal emails, websites, and blogs. You can check out Zykeia McCoy on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Zykeia McCoy, the author on Facebook, and Word Lovers Welcome blog. Hey moms, are you working to the tune of boredom and unsatisfaction? Are you racked with mommy guilt, stress, and overextended at home? Well, Stephanie Pierce is here to help you break through the mundane and find your true passion. Get clarity, 
and get back to the fearlessness of your inner child and get you on the road to your entrepreneurship and freedom. Stop by empoweredmama.biz that's E-M-P-O-W-E-R-E-D M-A-M-M-A dot B-I-Z or Empowered Mama on Facebook or Instagram and give up the excuses for a life of your own making. Say hi to Tia Gross. She has an amazing gift for you. Tia is going to help you save up to 35% on your next trip by granting you access to her personal booking engine where you can save on hotels, resorts, car rentals, and cruises. So breeze on over to LadyT824 on Instagram or Tia Gross, that's T-I-A-G-R-O-S-S on Facebook. And let Tia help you begin booking your way to paradise. And be sure to send Tia thank you postcards. Welcome back, guys. Now, our book for the month was My Love is Deeper by Nia Rich who is a Minneapolis, Minnesota best-selling author. And it was Love Month, so we thought it would be befitting to read a book based on love. Now, I'm going to read you guys the description or the synopsis of the book. All right, now it says, when Celise and Elijah cross the line of friendship. They find themselves in a struggle between love and lust. They're in love with each other, but they don't want to be. They want each other, and they can't control it. Mix that with a couple of side chicks, and you get drama. Love, sex, and friendship keeps Elise and Elijah battling with their feelings for each other until Elijah does the unexpected. Now, I have completed this book. I thought this book was it was phenomenal. It had so many different topics, so many different things going on. And as Kim says, she doesn't want to spoil it for you guys. So we're not going to give you any spoilers about the book, but we are going to discuss the themes and topics in this book. <laughs> Now, one of the topics was friends into a relationship. Now, I want to get you ladies' thoughts. Do you think this can work? Have you had experience in this area, et cetera? We're going to start with you, Lisa. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Now, what was the question again? Friends into a relationship. Do you think this can work? If not, why? And what are your thoughts? Have you been through this type of situation before? You're just going to break it all all the way down. <laughs> I got to think about that. 
Well, Cam, let's let's we gonna come back to Lisa. Let's try let's try you. Let's have you. Do, okay. First question: Do you think friends can turn a friendship into a relationship? Let's go there. Okay. Well, I'm I'm gonna say, you know what? If a if a, a male and a female is a friend. I think that they should just leave that way. Okay. Um, especially if they have a great friendship, you know. Um, some relationships just need to stay in their own lane. Okay. Because, you know, when you become, you know, um, lovers and things like that, and, and it doesn't work out, you know, because different things pop up, you know, uh, Definitely. Does. I think that different. I think that different insecurities pop up, and uh, why didn't you call? Or I think that you know you you're expecting you're expecting much more uh, okay. when you cross that line uh, of becoming, you know, uh, involved intimately. You know, um, so I'm a firm believer that um, if you're friends with a guy, you know, leave it. Right there where it's at. Okay. Especially if it's a beautiful thing. Now, now you hear that, okay, uh, I met this guy, we were friends, and, you know, you hear a lot of couples say, you know, that their mate is their best friend and stuff like that. That's a beautiful thing. Right. But you, you, you're going into that relationship, you, you start dating and you knowing, you know, you knowing where it's going. Um, I, I'm just a firm believer that friends need to just remain friends. Okay. Because it just changes the dynamics of the relationship. Definitely does. And it's much more to be expected um, when you when you cross that line. Okay. Uh, that's that's perspective on that. All right. Now, Kim, do you agree with Lisa? Do you oh, think friends can turn this thing into a relationship, or do you think they need to stay in their own lane, like Lisa said, and remain friends? <laughs> To a point, to a point, because where I'm at, at this age of my life, where I am at this point in my life, uh, we have to be friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like us to be friends before we go to that next step. And yeah. then it's like, oh, we go to that next step, and something happens, I lost a friend. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm 50 50. You 50 50. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now making this discussion because, easy. <laughs> because when the relationship goes to the left, you know, when you cross that line, then you, then you possibly lost a great friend. Right. You know, okay. and you hear, and then you hear, you know, uh, um, you, you know, you hear a lot about you cross that line, you know, um, things happen. Um, then you can't stand one another. You don't want to see that person ever again and whatnot and so forth. And then you think about it. You lost a great friend. You had a beautiful friendship. You, and, and, and now it's all jacked up. Okay. Yes. You know, and a, and a lot of people, men and women, because a lot of, you know, men, they, they hurt and feel just like we do. And, you know, I hear a lot of women say, I can't be his friend no more. You know, I don't want to yes. be his friend. You don't even want to look at him no more. <laughs> and you know what? Men feel that men feel the same way too. If they can't have you, they don't want to be your friend. Oh no, they're notorious for that. That's that's definitely for sure. 
They don't want to be your friend no more. They gotta have you. Oh, you you ain't my you ain't my girl. You ain't my woman. No, we can't. Uh, uh-uh. that's out. We can't. I don't even want to. You know what I mean? So, I I gotta know what this thing is gonna be. Are we gonna be friends? Are we gonna date? What are we gonna do? And then and then and then you go from there. Because I I mean I have a um I used to have a lot of of guy friends. I got along with men. Uh, better than I, I got along with women. I had um, some great um, best friends. In fact, um, man, I, I uh, same here. <laughs> I wish that I didn't lose contact with a couple of them because they were really, really my friends. But I had to cut them off because I was in a um, relationship with a man and he was very insecure. Right. You know. So I had to cut off my. I had to cut off my male friends. Which man. I mean, these were really my friends. They really had my back. Right. They really had their back. It was like I was one of the homies. They was one of the, one of the girls. You know what I mean? It was right. it was a beautiful thing. You know. So. Well, I'm yeah. gonna give you guys my take on this because I have yet to weigh in. And I, I, for me, I've been on both sides of this situation. Mm-hmm. I've been on the side where we're friends, and I'm, I'm content on leaving us in the friend zone because I don't want to ruin that friendship. So I definitely get Mm -hmm. what you're saying. But on the other side of it too, I have been in that situation where I became friends with them before we started even dating. So I get your Mm -hmm. point too, Kim. So for, for me, I feel, I feel like in this, in this phase in my life, if we're going to be friends, we're going to be friends. Mm-hmm. But if we're going to be more than friends, we need to establish that in the beginning. Yeah, I agree. Because it it has stopped a lot of the confusion which these two main characters went through a lot in the book. Everybody mm-hmm. else seen them as a couple because they were always together. He would leave wherever he was with another person to go hang out with her and lines got blurred. Right. Mm. So I feel like if they knew in the beginning what they were going to be, it would have, you know, eliminated a lot of that confusion. Yeah. So now I go to the next question. Have you ladies been through this situation where you turned friend to boo? And I'm going to start with you, Kim, because you have not ever. What? I have not done that. Mm. And Lisa, you you your stance was very firm, so I'm going to assume you have not. Well, no. Well, well. Okay. Whoa. Wait. Okay. (laughs) When I when I was um, how old was I? I was um. Ooh, 20, like 22, 23, somewhere around there. Um, I met this guy uh, in my building. Okay. And, um, you know, he said a few words to me and whatnot. And we started talking and stuff. And then he would come uh, and um, 
you know, knock on my door and see if I if I needed something from the store because I because I, I, I actually had a baby. My uh, my baby boy, he was um, uh, I was still breastfeeding him actually, um, but uh, unfortunately, his father was incarcerated. Okay, and um, you know, me and this gentlemen we we were cool we became friends and you would you know you need something from the store and you know sure and i go get my money and he no 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 don't worry about it and stuff like that and we became real cool you know he was was real cool somebody to talk to and whatnot but girl he was also fine okay <laughs> and um <laughs> and uh one thing led to another and uh Actually, we would still be we would still be friends today if we if I had contact with them. But um, we we became intimate, and if, you know, the baby daddy came home, and um, uh, he wanted me to um, the the gentleman that I'm speaking of that was was my friend. He wanted me to move away with him, me and my two boys at the time, and right. uh, I was scared. I was young, um, and I did. <laughs> I have to say that I, I really had a really, really deep like for him. I really, really, really liked him. I don't, I'm not sure if I loved him or not. Right. Um, you know, and he was just good to me, and, and he'll do anything for me. Um, but baby daddy busted that up when he came home. But we, <clears throat> even when he came home, we still remained friends for a very, very long time. Right. And we we also tried to get back together. Um, you know, the most honest man in the world, the, the, the most, the most honest relationship that I ever been in, you know, because he always <laughs> kept it 100, always. Okay. okay. Um, even if he wanted to, um, go out with another woman or whatever have you, he always kept it real. That's why I, I still have respect for him today. Um, and if we were in contact, we would still be friends. And and he wanted to get married, but I I wasn't ready. And um, uh, he really, really loved me. See? He showed up at my mom's house, and he was crying, talking about he really loved me, and he wanted to be with me. And he was, like, nine years older than me. But, girl, he was fine. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see. Okay, so, see, there there is there's a benefit to becoming friends. Before yeah. a relationship, but yeah, like, we were cool. like to speak to the fact that you got that was your most honest relationship. It was it because really when was. you are friends with somebody, you know mm-hmm. you ain't got to put up a front. You just be you. I mean, I'm me anyway. I mean, I'm right, one hundred percent anyway. No matter what relationship, right. I think yeah. that I think that's what those guys are off a little bit. But <laughs> at the end of the day. I feel like you could, you're you able to let your guard down a little bit. Yeah. Now, one of the the themes in the book or what is discussed in the story was bringing friends with benefits. Now, this is a younger term. I know uh, back in the day, a lot of a lot of people just, oh, that's my friend. Oh, that's just Paul from down the street. But now there are titles on this thing, and it's called Friends with Benefits. Mm-hmm. Now, 
I'm not going to ask y'all if y'all ever had friends with benefits because that's not my business. And I, and I mm-hmm. we ain't doing all that. But <laughs> do you, what do you think of the concept of friends with benefits, Kim? Friends, friends with benefits. Right. <laughs> um, he got to be coming, he got to be doing a whole lot. Uh, he got, he got to bring a whole lot more to the table than just with, um, a sex. I need, I need some things done. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to, you want to negotiate the benefits of the first, yeah, I, okay. What are you thinking to the table? I need some, 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 hey, I need, I need some, I need some, yeah, I need to negotiate some benefits. No. Mm. Well, see that brings up that brings us back. So bad, you know what? I need to be straight checking. It sounds real bad. Like I'm, I'm not a gold digger or nothing like that. But at this point of, of at this age in my life, um, I think I'm worth more than just a little benefit. What did you want to bring to the table? Said <laughs> mm. a little benefit, Lord. Oh. Well, okay, so okay, so that brings us that brings us back to. Uh, the book, right? Because they started off as just friends and one would say that the benefits were, they had relationship benefits. They would go to the movies and they would go out to eat together, but they weren't having Mm. sex. Oh, okay. So that is the friends with benefits concept turned on its head, right? Because Mm. I'm now, I'm going to be honest, I'm I'm grown out here. I've had friends with benefits. But those situations don't always work because someone catches feelings. It's just scientific. It's biological. Like somebody catches feelings and it changes the benefits. Because now you want boyfriend or girlfriend privileges. But in the beginning of this friendship, friend benefit friendship are Benefits were established that we were going to be just taking care of each other sexually, or like Kim said, right. the benefits is going to be negotiated to mean something else. <laughs> so, well, yeah, because I I thought that friends with benefits was just uh, hooking up to to to, to uh, have sex. That's that's what my understanding was uh, for many years now if you want to have a, uh if you just want to go to the movies and go to dinner with with somebody of the opposite sex um that's just a friend and you know you're not having sex you're not you're not actually boyfriend and girlfriend that's just a friend okay and you know i hear a lot of women you know around my age you know, um, they don't want to be in, they don't want a boyfriend. They don't want, uh, to get married and things like that. Right. They just want to, to meet, smash and go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, and, and that's it. And that, and that's what they want. You know, they're, they're having, um, uh, uh, relations on their terms. And, and I, and I get that too. Um, you know, so I, I I'm a firm believer that it's all about what you want. Now, it's, it's, it's plain and simple as this. If you want a man, if you want a boyfriend, if you want a girlfriend, get one. Right. If you want, if you want to, if you want a friend, if you just want a friend to kick it with, get one. Oh. You know, if you just want, if you, if you just want to smash and go, 
do that, you know, but make it, make it plain. Right. You know, and that, you, that's you where, what you want. right. That's where, that's where the confusion lies. That's what we were just talking about, you know, when friends are friends, but they cross that line and it changes the dynamics mm-hmm. of your relationship. You yes. know, you're no longer friends. But what are you? Are you friends with benefits? Because you're getting the benefit of sex, you're getting the benefit of money, you're getting the benefit of my time, and, and like you're getting a benefit somewhere. That's well, what know, I took. I from do it. believe that there there needs to there needs to be a, a conversation, right? You know, uh, there needs to be a conversation. We, we what, what are we what are we doing? What are we gonna do? Yeah, you know, I think that that's that's a uh, uh, very important. I think that communication is definitely key. Right. You know, because that's where the lines get blurred when you don't have a conversation. Right. You know. Well, I think I think we've wrapped this up. <laughs> the uh now uh Nia Rich's book My Love is Deeper is available on Amazon and nine times out of ten you can get it at any uh bookstore. But she is uh, again a best selling author. She's African American, mm. and she writes romance novels. That is her genre of choice. So make sure you guys go support her. She has a ton of books for you to choose from. So if you don't want to read "My Love Is Deeper," you don't want to deal with the friendships and the crossing lines and the friends with benefits and all of that fun stuff. No matter what your benefits are. <laughs> You can always choose another book. And if you would like to be an author that we read here as a WP and be a part of the book club discussion, just make sure you send myself, Kimberly, or Lisa a link to your book and we'll check it out. Absolutely. All right. Now, when we come back, I'm going to leave you guys with our positive note. We here at Cooking with Positivity love to support those who support us. Be sure to tune in for our Fun Free Friday episode where you can be a Fun Free Friday raffle winner and win fun prizes from my business, Lisa Deshawn's business, as well as some of our sponsors and some Cooking with Positivity merch. Happy listening. Are you a diva who does not have time to stop at your favorite boutique or go shopping at the mall and you need everything that's accessible to your doorstep? Be sure to stop by Living Diva Style on Facebook and grab all the essentials that a diva on the go will need. Are you guys enjoying this episode and want to be a part of the show? Be sure to like, subscribe, favorite, share, and follow us on all social media platforms that involve cooking with positivity. We can be found on Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, and YouTube under Zykea McCoy. Also on Facebook at Zykea McCoy Inc. Cooking with Positivity, the podcast page. 
as well as Cooking with Positivity listeners and guest connection group. And ZykeiaMcCoy.com. So make sure you join this positive movement. We would love to hear your story. Welcome back, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. That was our monthly recap with Kimberly Biggs, Lisa Deshawn, and myself. And be sure to tune in tomorrow for Lisa Deshawn's Throwback Thursday Hour. And I want to leave you guys with this positive note. Be prepared to know your love language and the love language of others. Now, we discussed love language very scarcely tonight. But I want you guys to be sure you know your love language. Everybody has different love languages. And our love language is how we communicate and express and show love to one another. So make sure you know yours and make sure you know others, whether it be a spouse, a sibling, your parents, your kids. Understand that everybody's love language is different. And I hope you guys have a great and positive rest of your day.